हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम बैक ऑल ऑफ यू टू द फिफ्थ एपिसोड ऑफ माय पॉडकास्ट नेशनलिज्म एंड इंडिया होप यू ऑल आर फाइन एंड टेकिंग गुड प्रिकॉशनरी मेजर्स टू टेक केयर ऑफ योर सेल्फ एज आई हैव टोल्ड यू दैट हेल्थ इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट गुड we are in a journey of understanding the spirit of nationalism the nationalism in india and i hope that till now this journey has been an interesting one we all are traveling so we are just traveling in imagination right now to the period of nationalism the indian nationalism how the spirit started we got some idea from the back from the background from the period of 1857 and some hint we got that how this spirit developed among the indians yes or no i hope yes you all should imagine first try to imagine this only then you can understand that what could have happened to the engineers who were struggling the powerful struggles the actual phase of nationalism strengthened the fight of indians against the foreigner from this they formed new conception a fresh vision of a nation where they started and identified the purest love for the nation and this love further developed by them when they started identi- identifying its interest whose interest nation's interest and feelings as a superior ones as superior from other interests so their self interest was suppressed and the nation's interest the love for the nation came first for them and for this uh, for this here i would like to mention a very important quote of leo buscalgia an american author and a professor in department of special education at university of southern california and he has very nicely quoted that change is the end of result of all the true learnings and here why i have quoted as it is quite aptly suited in the indian circumstances the indian circumstances which was being witnessed by those innocent minds to the constant effort they and the combined efforts they have they developed a learning of true meaning of nationalism and thus a change became inevitable in their future and they were not knowing about this change but yes they were so determined that they joined their hands together and as we have learned that this change was not a sudden change it was a product of new ideology 
program, leadership, strategy of struggle among the innocent Indians, which helped them to unite in a common struggle through various political movements. And since they were united, they could achieve independence. In unity, there is a strength. I'm reminding you this again and again. If you're united, no one or nobody can dare to divide you. So they use their strength. And the phase which we have studied from 1857 to 1885, many changes occurred, many acts were passed. And constantly the British crown, which assumed the power after 1857. Before that, the power was in the hands of English East India Company. So the British crown, when they assumed the power, they changed the laws, they passed the act just to please Indians, to please the discontentment of Indian minds were not satisfied with the British Raj and their policies. Why they were not satisfied? As they wanted their independence. Imagine and understand here from period 1757 with the Battle of Plassey till 1857, 100 years, they have not raised their voice. But now after 100 years, they developed their understanding, they organized themselves by uniting themselves in their struggle. They understood that their struggle is very common and they all have one mere objective. The objective was to eliminate the rule of foreigners. And here uh, the famous quotation of historian Enkel Name is coming in my mind I just want to share with you all the more carefully we study the historical records the more clearly we find out that this period between 1858 and 1885 was the one of stress and strain so the picture is clear from the words of this historian it's very clear that this period was a period of strain and stress and whenever the stress is there we have to release it isn't it it happens at individual level it happens at societal level but when it grew at that time at nationwide level all the Indians they joined together their hands to fight and so from here the new journey of nationalism started, the new phase of Indian national movement started. So are you all ready to move on on this journey? We are now heading towards, towards the first phase of Indian nationalism and that phase is known as moderate phase. Many stories are there related, relating very clearly to its foundation. Today we will form a brief idea about the various myths related to its foundation. The foundation of what I'm talking here 
foundation of Indian National Congress dear all and yes the first organization the first organized expression of Indian nationalism on all India scale took place on 28 December 1885 when the first session of Indian National Congress was held at Bombay earlier it was decided that it will be held in Pune but due to some kind of problem because of some disease yeah some kind of problem was there in the Pune that the place was shifted and INC INC's International Congress first meeting was held at Bombay now when I had started with International Congress the year 1885 before that the efforts of a retired English ICS officer we cannot forget here because he played an important role in its formation and that is why the 72 delegates they have found their first organized expression in in indian national congress right so why it was founded at this time this question should come in your mind many reasons are there we have learned about ilbert bill controversy where we have seen the racial superiority of the europeans right we have learned about the vernacular press act we have learned about the arms act and so many things so all these things played a very important role in its foundation right but the indian uh, national congress started with a very common myth and this myth was very popular and if you go through the book of pritin chandra you will find that he has very clearly explained about this myth safety bath theory now what was that british why they have proposed why they have proposed for the inc why they have formed such organization to represent the voice of indians the newly educated indians why they have decided at that point of time as they were feared they themselves were having fear as they have had already witnessed a revolution a violent revolution and they wanted to avoid it they wanted to guard the rule from any kind of such revolution in the near future so in order to pacify those violent indians they have tried to give them an organization where they could represent themselves they can have their voice their opinion and this kind of thing was a new thing for the indians especially the educated ones and in this way the the people the english ao hume he has initiated this process of formation of inc when you will go through the different quotations of indians you will find different arguments from the indians right and 
Lala Lajpat Rai, he has given his different opinion about the safety valve theory and he discussed, he has tried to discuss the theory at length and suggested that the Congress was a product of Lord Durfin's brain though. Lord Durfin who was the viceroy at that time, he said that this was a product of Lord Durfin's brain. He argued that the Congress was started more with the object of saving the British Empire from danger than with that of winning the political liberty for India. So with this, it's very clear that such ideas, such opinions were already there in the minds of Indians, educated Indians, right? This was about the safety valve theory and historical proof about this theory has been provided in the seven volumes of secret reports which the Hume claimed to have read at Simla in summer 1878 and from this it's uh, he convinced uh, these reports convinced him of the existence of seething discontent he was sure that the discontent among the Indians is something very common Indians are not satisfied with the British rule and if they are not satisfied then obviously it was not possible for the Britishers to continue their rule. So in order to sustain their rule they had only one option to pacify the Indians. So he, he, went, he, he, he went through the reports and he understood that yes in 1878 itself that yes they were not satisfied the indians were not satisfied with the british uh, from the britishers and weddenberg has given a uh, weddenberg william weddenberg was the first one he, he mentioned uh, about the air hue and he has quoted at length about uh, the viewpoint of Eohu. He has written in length that how the Eohu has thought about the India at that time and in his work in one of the section which was uh, which was stated like this Indian religious leaders he has mentioned that Hume came in a danger. He was threatened in the, the danger, threatened with the danger from a very special source, and that those that source was very important. He himself, A.O. Hume himself, was a great leader, and religiously he had a great belief in occult powers. So. Weddenberg has given a picture of this and he has said that he had a great belief in those gurus who were from Tibet and one of the uh, gurus which he has mentioned Kumi Lal Singh, a Mahatma from Tibet he was very important he has given a good idea a picture to Eohu during 1857 that how 
he has saved the British Empire and same thing can happen with the British Empire he has predicted that same thing which happened in 1857 can be repeated in near future and how he did all this with his occult powers so A.P. Sinet editor of Pioneer in 1880 mentioned about the AOVU's connection with such leaders and this was something which uh, made Eohume to understand about the Indians and the Britishes at the same time. Fine. So he wrote letter in 1883 December to Ripon and he has clearly his statements are there in the book Pippin Chandra and it's very important to understand here that he said I'm associated with men though never seen by the masses are yet reverenced by them as gods and who feel every pulse of a public feeling so he believed with this uh, this statement we came to know that yes he had a great belief with such mahatmas okay and he just guided the british government accordingly from here this interesting sto- story of indian nationalism started and obviously this helped the people of india a lot and finally on 28 december 1885 inc was established with 72 delegates with its first session at bombay with the prominent leaders dada bai narochi surendranath banerji badruddin kyapchi wc banerji president s ramaswamy Udayir, Udayir, S. Subramaniam Ayer and R. C. Dutt. In, in May 1885, Hume has secretly, he has approached the Viceroy to create the Indian National Union. So, initial name of Indian National Congress was Indian National Union. Later on, its name was changed by the Radha Bhai Naroji as Congress and the word Congress itself was taken from the American Constitution. Congress meant Assembly of Men. So this name was given and it was formed on Western model and this represented a more important milestone in India's struggle for the freedom from the yoke of colonial rule. Right. So here I'm concluding today's episode with a very important thing, dear all, please understand that INC was now, as we have understood, was now a new symbol of national spirit and politics. And with this new spirit came new hope, new strength, and all this generated a new faith for a better tomorrow, for which the Indians have been waiting long and this should be understood deeply please try to understand they were waiting for this independence for the long time and INC was just a hope for them and with this hope what they did what happened to them many things are related to this we will be learning in our next episode 
till then i request you all to please understand please be connected with me take care of yourself and bye bye